especially in relation to engaging people on the ground, regardless of their statuses, regardless of their identity, but they are people and they have to be listened to. And I've got the sense that that process has not even been started. It has not been started because the department lacks legitimacy to engage persuasively those stakeholders that they found problematic. And let me warn once more the officials in the department. And I will do so by borrowing from the Freedom Charter. It says, no government can justly claim authority unless it's based on the will of the people, close quotes. And it will seem that for the department to seek the South African police service to escort them has got to do with lack of legitimacy. And how government loses legitimacy in the eyes of the people. What are the signs that one can show is when the leadership is afraid to meet with the people, is when the government is afraid to meet with the people and can only meet with the people in the presence of the defense force or, or the police. So I'm saying there's no report that we should be considering because no work has been done at all. And it is pointless to go slide by slide. It's pointless to go slide by slide. There's a lot that one can identify. But the fact that stakeholder engagement is inconclusive and the police service have been invited to, 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 to escort government officials, and that government is the people, is disappointing. And I call on this meeting to reject this report because no work has been done for six months and they chain that they must be held accountable for not doing their, its work and to report falsely before the committee because there's no work done so far if truth is to be told. Thank you so much, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Dr. Matiasa. I don't think there's a better way uh, or bettering what my colleagues have said. Um, I think um, in terms of what the department has done, it is lacking. I think in terms of what the other departments, in terms of of, of uh, improvement and service del delivery, et cetera, um, the other departments that were included into actually bettering the lives of the people of Guacha have done, they have failed. Um, I think um, we should have... Um, eight months after the fact, after we have gone there, after we have visited, we should have had a clear timeline. We had should have had a clear deadline. And I think Honorable Matias and Honorable Mbabama said it clearly, nothing has been done. Chairperson, maybe just allow me to touch on, on three things that I, I just would like to reiterate. Uh, I'm not going to repeat what my colleagues said because they have sufficiently covered me. Um, the one thing was regards to, with, uh, with regards to the recognition of the traditional council. When we were in Guachu, I remember one of the COCTA officials, it was a man, if I remember correctly, quite a big, tall guy, um, that said he has a document in his possession um, of the Eastern Cape 
a government or, or, or a department of Cocteau that actually proves and shows that the Amatachu are a traditional council. Um, so I would just like to, to maybe just extend that clarity that Honorable Klape asked um, in terms of is that traditional council not recognized yet? What was then, what was the finding if we were informed that it was a recognized council, there was paperwork by the province, and now the department is saying that they're not recognized yet, that needs to precede anything being done. Um, just clarity on that. Chairperson, then in terms of SAPs as well, um, I think Honorable Mbabama covered that quite sufficiently, um, which means that the department has... I don't want to say lying to us, but maybe uh, withholding all of the truth. Um, we got that feedback report from Guachu saying that SAPS was involved, that they were continually working with SAPS in December of 2021. When we were there in January, we were told SAPS is working with them. And now we're receiving a report that says we have only now finalized and will start working in September. Um, so what was the status quo there? Because it seems like we were working, but then we weren't, and now we are working again. Um, I just need clarity on that, Chairperson. I think the budget was sufficiently covered, and then just Narisek, or the Youth and Youth Development Chairperson, I think that, and I think that was... Um, as seeing as Honorable Mahlatsi is not here from a youth stance, maybe let me talk about that. Chairperson, I am extremely worried about the youth and youth development. Um, I think we included when we said in our resolution, or we did not include, but, but I think that was the meaning. When we said that we need a multi-department delegation, we need multi-party into a multi-department intervention in Guachu. Um, we can't just have the Department of Agriculture um, look into a brick wall of Narisek and this is the option and this is the way forward. Because I think as we've seen with Narisek, as we've seen with um, the students that have gone through that process, if we have seen students, um, the problem they have in finding jobs after um, being in Narisek, that is not a viable solution. That is not the thing that we can only look at. Um, we need to see intervention from um, a Department of Education, from a Department of Higher and Basic Education to see FET colleges, to see NISFAS, to see a lot of those things. And I'm not feeling this, Chairperson. So I would like to find out from the Department whether they have had engagements with the Department of Education, be it higher or, or basic, um, to actually see where we can broaden the horizons to assist these, these young people to actually find or create sustainable employment for themselves in the long run. Chairperson, and I would leave it at that. Thanks. Thank you, Akbari Brit. Uh, the Honorable Memarsho. <laughs> Uh, what is happening? Tobe. Uh, good morning, Chair. Um, you know, I'm trying to put my video on. It is not working, but uh, if, they allow, if the Chair allows me to carry on, I will say good morning to you and all my colleagues, including our officials from the departments. Chairperson, I have only a slide, two questions, which uh, I think somewhere, somehow, they were a bit covered, but I think uh, for me to understand uh, the issue is, is all about collaboration with the COCTA. 
both at national and provincial level. I just wanted to understand that. My question would be that, uh, can the official of the minister's office tell this committee if there are any proposals arousing out of the communal land tenure, uh, a communal land tenure summit, which was uh, hosted by the deputy president, having an impact on the Guachu farm. If there are, what what does those plans entail? That is the question number one. Chair, the second question uh, will be um, with regard to the. I have learned that the, the inclusive meeting involving community members with beneficial occupation rights was like hold was what was done, but I just wanted to understand if, in terms of the findings, uh, is there any lasting solution on how the department is looking forward to in addressing the land claim dispute, which is there, or is there any evidence uh, to support some of those land claims that the department is having? Those are the, my two questions, which uh, one would like to, to understand from the department. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Memasho, the Honorable Ndajemasipa. Uh, thank you, Chair, and uh, good morning uh, to you and uh, my colleagues. Uh, um, yeah, Chair, I just want to say first thank you to the DG. I would definitely like to agree with Member Bama that uh, uh, in as far as this presentation is concerned, there is no real progress that has been made. Uh, Chair, I'm just going to touch on the land rights inquiry. So we were given many versions as to what's happening with the land rights inquiry. First, there was a, a report that the land rights inquiry was done in 2016. And then uh, during uh, uh, Minister Mquinti's term, and then we were told that no, the land right inquiry was done, but has not been reduced into paper. Um, and then uh, now we get in the message that the recognition of the traditional council by the Eastern Cape government should be preceded by finalization of land rights of the different categories of the people on the land. I think the key question here, uh, Chair, is that how far are we with the land rights inquiry? The department must really please and help us give us the correct version as to what is really happening with the land rights inquiry. Chair, you will recall uh, uh, Mr. Fenny saying that you, the government of the, the nation, the government, you are worse than the Bantustan government. Chair, this is an indictment on us as the committee in terms of really ensuring that we do proper oversight. Is seven months down the line, nothing has really happened. In terms of the report that we are receiving now here, we haven't, you know, there is no progress that has been made. Uh, the, the one uh, other area, which is the COCTA, that we have highlighted while we were on the visit there to say, is the Amachachu recognized through COCTA? In as far as this um, report that you are receiving, there is just no indication as to where is really the department with COCTA on this matter. 
So, Chair, I think we really have got a long way to go, but we definitely need to, to make sure that uh, really we hold uh, the department to account in terms of its role um, regarding the rural development, where it is supposed to be the uh, provide the coordination um, at rural le level in terms of infrastructure and so forth. But it doesn't end there. It, it, it also requires a proper coordination between themselves and other departments in terms of delivering on the project. Chair, we had a chief director that left us in the middle of the meeting. Is the chief director here today to answer? really to give us maybe, you know, what is really, what has been happening on the ground. Because really, let's just be honest. SAPs uh, cannot really be held back because there are some hostilities on the ground in terms of doing their work. That's why they are there. They are there to really assist us in terms of managing those hostilities so that the department can do the job. Now to be told here in this meeting that, you know, we're not able to do it because of some hostilities and so forth and so forth. So really uh, the question is uh, what's happening for me really primarily is what's happening with the land rights inquiry? How far are we and um, uh, when is the department gonna really finalize that land rights inquiry? Uh, secondly, Chair, or the last one Chair, the minister, uh, Deputy Minister Kappa, promise obviously that there will be borehole and you know provided to the people i just want to know what is the progress in that regard there were really issues that were raised by some of the smallholder farmers of abachachu with regards to animal disease what happened to uh, those issues that were raised on the ground regarding the animal diseases you know uh, uh, the issues that the people the people were complaining about electricity the report doesn't really cover those electricity issues uh, uh, some people were complaining that they were refused to be provided with water tanks because the government says the road are too bad for them to drive to deliver the water. Um, uh, farming of livestock, the people were requesting the sharing facilities. What happened to those requests, um, really, uh, Chair? If DG can really provide us with the up-to-date information around these issues. Uh, Chair, I think that's really from where I'm going to stop. But really, I'm very worried, Chair, that we have not really made a single progress with regards to this, uh, you know, uh, oversight visit. Really, our people are struggling on the ground. And we cannot just, you know, be getting report that we are uh, in progress, we are collaborating, we are doing this. We want to really see the tangible things happening on the ground, solving the issues of land reform. We have just been in case and we know what the situation is. We are still going to deliberate on the on the report uh, around the case and, and uh, I'm in other areas with regards to their issues. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Tate um, Masipa, the Honorable Baukapa. Brother Kappa is hospitalized, Chair. Sorry, I thought you got the message. Oh, no, thank you for informing us, uh, Honorable uh, Kappa. I wasn't aware of that, and uh, there was no apology uh, tendered on his behalf uh, when we uh, consumed the meeting. Uh, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope. Uh, he can be back uh, 
at home and back with us as, as soon as uh, possible. Honorable members, is there any other honorable member on the platform who wishes to pose a question and I've not been able to recognize? Chair? Yes, uh, Honorable Dademasipo. Can I just also indicate that we've got uh, Henry Kruger, is our new uh, member from the Democratic Alliance on the platform. If you can uh, recognize him, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Kruger, how are you? You are muted. We can't hear what you are saying, Dr. Kruger. You are muted. Thank you, Che. And I'm always um, happy to see you as well. We come a long way. Um, And um, I hope I can contribute towards... um, agriculture, land reform, and um, uh, um, uh, what you call it, um, rural development. Thank you, Chair, for, uh, for the kind words. Thank you, uh, Dr. Kruger. You are most welcome in the committee, and we look forward uh, to engaging with you in the various aspects uh, that we are mandated to as a committee. <clears throat> Honorable members, we will uh, hand back uh, to the department and perhaps uh, uh, give uh, the opportunity to the Deputy Minister, Honorable Kappa, uh, to give input before we uh, request the DG and the officials. But uh, before I can hand over to um, the Deputy Minister, I would uh, also like to ascertain the issue of amateur to traditional council. Mamutapa, can you mute your microphone? Thank you. I would also want to ascertain on the issue of amateur to traditional council and uh, be very clear on the matter. It is a traditional council that exists that is on the ground. The chief is fully recognized and is earning a salary from the department of Cocta, like all traditional leaders in the Republic. He's also got headmen that work under him and they are also fully recognized and are earning a salary from the department of cooperative governance and traditional affairs. Now, It cannot be that we sit here seven months later and are not clear on what the land of Amatachu is. Speaking to the Cocta officials, they were able to spell out what the land of Amatachu entails. It is the 77 farms, including uh, the village of Ote. Now we want the department to be able to give clarity on this. You must uh, be able to respond directly on this finding because this is what we were able to see during our oversight visit while we were in Kwachu. Is that found not to be so by the department? And if it is not so, what is the department doing in ensuring that the land tenure rights of 
farm uh, workers and farm dwellers, as well as uh, the labor tenants that are there, uh, uh, the rights are being enforced. But if this is indeed the traditional council's land, what is the department's role in a traditional council uh, space? So please be able to clarify this better because it cannot take you seven months to deal with this issue when we are able to get the uh, answers on this matter on a phone call. Secondly, I would like to get uh, a real understanding from uh, the DM Mamukapa as uh, we were on the ground with her doing oversight. She, in the session we had uh, during the public hearings, made a lot of commitments to the community of Kwachu. I would like to understand as to, has she been able to visit Kwachu since the departure of uh, the portfolio committee's oversight? And if indeed it is so, what has been the deliverables to the people of Kwachu? As uh, a lot of uh, the community was speaking about handling facilities, fencing that uh, cattle are just wandering off to the road and causing accidents. There is also been a, a, a for some corner or a hot water problem uh, for cattle in the area. Uh, which she had uh, uh, made a commitment is to attending to. So can we be able to get an understanding in terms of the deputy minister's uh, role and what she's been able to um, uh, provide to the community of Kwachu as solutions because the report given by the deputy, uh, by the director general was very thin on that. Honorable members, I will now hand over to the Honorable Deputy Minister Mamu Kapa and then hand over to the officials of the department for further responses. Uh, thank you very much, Chair Matiwomkulu, uh, Honorable members, and uh, also the department and uh, any guests that might be in this platform. Thank you for the opportunity. Indeed, as a deputy minister, I feel strongly that uh, I need to upfront admit that the recommendations have not been uh, effectively managed because of the reasons that I indeed don't think they are an excuse, but are the real experience on the ground. Uh, responding to Honorable Chape uh, and the other members, including the chair, as to what is it that we sought to do. Yes, chair, I've not been in uh, that area once because to an extent there was an obligation to go back to the kingdom to actually understand the areas that talk to traditional leadership. 
I do accept many criticisms that are saying uh, instead of dealing with communities, we run to the traditional uh, uh, leadership. The issue for us to do that, it is because in my understanding, concrete experience uh, when I was amongst the members that were there during the visit, it became clear that there is a gazetted certificate of the area, the jurisdiction of Amatatu traditional authority. The, the department has no doubt about that. However, the issue is they, these people have always been in that traditional authority in the land uh, as as uh, all of all the members that re, that reside in those in those villages or farms if i may say so but the issue the farms were actually created on the amatachu land and therefore there's no difference now between the farms and the amatachu traditional land and the amatachu traditional land chair also are actually part and parcel of the process of the minister as as actually instructed by law to give to give back the land to the people and not to hold the land i mean the traditional or customary land in terms of the process that is in place now that also takes us, us to summits and other and other activities in order to ensure that the land that is held by the minister in custody of traditional communities including the land that is demarcated as traditional authority that process includes amateur land there are now these two processes honorable members that seek to say you are dealing with Amachat, with the land of the customary land. That is the land that is in the hands of traditional authorities like yourself, Che. Now, we are dealing with that in collaboration, in discussion, and engaging with kings as well as traditional authorities. And therefore, this is a matter of Kokta and ourselves. That's why it is an interministerial process. So I want to answer the fact that uh, we, no one doubts that uh, the traditional authority exists because we have got the evidence that was presented publicly and that we also have the records. Number two, this issue, there is no separate, really separate land in terms of the land that was created after Amatachu were chased away, then that land was transformed into farms, commercial farms. Now you talk of the farms, you also talking about a traditional authority. And therefore the traditional authority instruction and agreement is very clear. It's actually saying these farms were subdivided. And further, they will be subdivided because many other people came in and there's congestion. There's no point where you can have others having farms doing all what you've said 
And yet, there are also my people who were not participating in the farms that are now congested in the limited space. This brings to me to say the issue in order to be unbundled and actually attended to properly, these land issues are dependent on the larger process that of I interministerial committee as actually shared by the deputy president. And we are now towards bringing to cabinet the implementation the recommendations that need to be implemented in order to sort the matter of rural Honorable Deputy Minister. We are struggling to hear you. Traditional customary land. Let me come to when they, even if you talk or bringing my, am I? But I'm unmuted, sir. Yes, you are audible. We can hear you much better now. Okay, thank you very much. I'm trying to move the position. And therefore, I'm saying we are in a state of readiness as the department. We have looked into the dipping tank issues, uh, into defensing issues, and we can, this was done together with the province of the Eastern Cape. And the issue now is how do you implement because it is not a departmental pro project. It is a community project. Farmers are ready. But farmers in any way exist in the same land. And I... Honorable Deputy Minister, we seem to have lost you. Are you still on the platform? Mamukapa, are you still on the platform? Honorable members, we'll move to the DG, Dr. Ramasodi, and the officials of the department to uh, pose uh, responses before we uh, have follow-up questions. Dr. Ramasodi. Um, thank you very much, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members for the questions. Um, allow me um, to invite Mr. Zukilepichi, who is currently the Chief Director in the space, um, and then I'll follow after him in terms of the responses, uh, quite a few uh, issues that we have got to deal with. Perhaps the matter uh, of uh, his early departure uh, from the oversight without providing answers to the uh, to the committee 
can also be attended to and we can get the answers that we were denied on our visit uh, during the oversight. Paupichi, you are welcome. Zikali. There we go again, DG. Uh, it seems we are experiencing the same challenge we had in Queenstown. I, I see he's on the platform, Che, the last one. Uh, but maybe he's... Uh, they also he's, see him on the platform, but there's no one speaking. Bausikali. Baupeche. Let's proceed, DJ. No, thank you very much, Chair. Um, let me just indicate that I, I fully understand and uh, comprehend the, the impatience that the Portfolio Committee would have on the progress that has been made to date um, on this matter. And I would like to shine some light on what Honorable Matthias was saying. And this is what I've raised with the colleagues um, on our legitimacy as the department of engaging with the people, whether we have got to that level where we have got to get protection in order to engage with the people that we are about to serve. And that's something that from our side, we, we are looking at to say, how, how did we get to this state? And how do we lose that legitimacy? Because our, our work is to be change agents in a particular space so that we can deliver the services that the people so much need. And um, I, I would like to first start there uh, on the engagement. However, I would also like to um, reiterate that we, we're dealing with an issue that uh, the Honorable Chair uh, introduced in a way that um, says that when we look at the land audit, we also look at the land rights inquiry. But, uh, both in terms of an audit of 2015 and the land rights inquiry of 2017. There's an issue that maybe we, we, we have got to pause and reflect on because this says that who, 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 who owns the land and who was there, um, including the issues that Honorable Chair had raised on the, on the amateur uh, 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 traditional cancer and where they need to be. Chair has clearly articulated the, the 77 funds that are now being late claimed by Amachach and uh, how the department is going to reflect on those. And in my engagements, I indicated the responsibilities of minister in terms of looking at this broad space where uh, she can also utilize other interventions like the land redistribution to deal with the issues um, if they are uh, beside the 1913 uh, cutoff date. But the 1913 cutoff date, um, the honorable uh, members would recall that the Chief Land Claims uh, Commissioner was here um, uh, with the Portfolio Committee 
and indicated to the portfolio committee the work that has been done, that there was a court order that said that um, the claims that were lodged post-19, in terms of the work that we have had, uh, was put into abeyance by a court order and um, until such time that we finish the old older claims. And I wouldn't uh, repeat that uh, discussion um, from the commissioner, but it's very important that this issue has been raised in graduate, has been raised um, in a number of occasions of how do we deal with this. I just needed to um, reflect that there is currently a court order around those claims that were made around land um, post-1913. Uh, um, on the engagement. There's also a debate that is currently even uh, uh, going uh, pre-1913, so about that. There's also a, 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 a debate that is currently um, happening in the communal uh, land tenure space, where the, at, at the summit itself, there were issues to say that um, the claims have got to be much broader um, than what we, we are currently dealing with. And therefore, maybe Chair, um, as Honorable Tlape was asking, and also I think there was a question that came to Uh, indicating that the outcomes of the land administration and tenure administration summit are ready. They are going through to cabinet and after cabinet, we will be able to, to share those with the portfolio committee, but they, they are ready and we will be able to share those uh, at that stage. But the, the work has been done and everything has been concluded. The work was, was led uh, by Deputy Minister Stwacha and the three uh, Deputy Ministers, Minister Jeffries, Deputy Minister Jeffries and Minister, uh, Deputy Minister Babela. And they have concluded on the work culminating in that summit that we have had. So as soon as the outcomes are ready, I think um, we will request through you, Chair, to come and share those with you so that it's, 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 it, we close the loop on this issue on the outcomes of the summit that was held in May of this year. Um, the, there were questions around whether we have got a multidisciplinary team as instructed by the portfolio committee. And I hear from the uh, issues as engaged by honorable uh, Matthias that uh, there is nothing that has been done. And, um, I would like to say maybe the progress is not what we wanted to see, but there is work that has been done and engagements that have been done. Firstly, let me reflect on the multi-stakeholder team that was set up and it's there in the in Annexure A that was shared with the uh, portfolio committee. That um, there were meetings that were held immediately after the engagements. There were meetings held on the 14th, on the 17th, and 21st of February on this work um, with the Office of the Premier and all stakeholders and then the 3rd of March. And there was work that was agreed to be done. And we have categorized that work in terms of the different levels, whether at the municipal level, provincial level, or national level. And all of it um, uh, would, would culminate in a discussion that we need to have 
the community. Because in the, in the engagement, um, any needs analysis that is done for the people um, would be equal to what the department wants to do. And um, in the engagements that we have had with the community, it's quite clear that the community has got needs that they need to, um, to, 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 to satisfy. The, and government has got to go in unison to do that through the DDM. I have indicated that there, there were a few departments that were still busy with the issues uh, in virtue. Basic education, health, human settlements, and transport were the only ones that um, just had to finalize a few issues and submit to the department. So there's work that is being done in virtue. The provincial department of agriculture has also been busy in virtue. They have um, uh, now. Uh, been able to do a uh, groundwork uh, in terms of the needs analysis. And they are the ones who are going to draw up a resource plan for, for Guaju. Honorable Chape um, and uh, Honorable Briet, I think the issue, and I think uh, Honorable Masipa, on, on youth development, DJ, are you still there, DJ? The screen is frozen and you are not audible at all. Dr. Ramasodi, if we've lost the DJ in that end of it, can you take the the platform. Dr. Ndobe. Honorable members, you are scaring the officials away. They are all running out. Chairman, the other, uh, I had plenty. Um, from Mayor Alicia's uh, uh, area of work um, as I cut off. <laughs> so that Thank I'm you. In terms of the questions that were asked, let me reorganize my office chair so that I can be able to continue. I was saying right. that in terms of the skills development that we have, it's a broad requirement that we need to have uh, honorable chair. Um, we need to to, to get an engagement where it will be um, in line with um, the, the needs of the people. So what we are going to do as we engage, we then get a skills analysis and then, uh, and then we do a gap analysis in order to be able to satisfy what the people of Guaju would need to have um, as part of skills development in the area. Uh, I was using an, uh, an issue around farming, for instance, if somebody would like to have um, a vegetable production or animal production. That's, that's what we will be able to satisfy. But for now, we were using Narisek because it's something that we thought from a youth point of view will be able to. There are bursaries that the department is allocating. Uh, you need to know uh, the, 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 the students that you might be able to cater on a particular year. There are quite a lot of uh, agriculture programs that we offer outside of Narisek. And therefore, it will be a comprehensive engagement 
that we will have on, on those uh, areas. Now, it, it's very important, and I, I hear and the impatience that the portfolio committee has on, on the progress is the impatience that I share. But at the same time, there's an issue um, around safety um, of the officials we have got to do this um, through the um, South African Police Service. Now, Honorable Masipa asks a question, uh, or Honorable Babama, that as we were there, there was an indication, um, or it's, is it Honorable Priet? As we were there, there was an indication that uh, we had managed to get SAPS to be with us on the work that we are doing. Yes, that, that indication was given during that time. And I think post the engagement, there was also an engagement with them uh, on how do we then do this work that we are supposed to do. And the worry that we are having, I think for, for, for a broader term that I'm having, it's, it's this issue of us as a department, not having been able to go freely into areas that we have got to service. Um, which, which, which for me uh, becomes a leadership issue um, within the program. And I'll address that at the end of the, of the engagement chair. Uh, the, 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 there is an issue on our grid where you say the, the, the other departments have not moved. I think in terms of the report that we are putting in front of you on an a, um, the, the other departments are still to, to give work, but they have got to do some groundwork before submitting that. And we hope that they will be able to, to deal with the issues that we, we have uh, on the space. The, I think GM had uh, dealt with the issue of uh, Amachachu. And I've managed to also talk to um, the DDG responsible for the engagements. Amachachu Traditional Council is a recognized council. Um, the, the issues that were outlined in terms of this was around the land itself. And I think that the way that we have put it in the, in the, in the, in the presentation is a little bit confusing, I, I have got to admit, because uh, they, they are recognized. The issue that is at play uh, at this moment is the issue around the, the land. Uh, Honorable Briet, the, the as, as, as indicated, the multi-departmental uh, intervention um, has been, there were, there were four meetings already on the very same space. The issue that we are currently addressing is the assessment of the needs within a space that we have in Guaju, um, as indicated. On the collaboration, um, there's collaboration with the departments. Um, the issue around the land tenure, um, uh, administration and, and, and uh, land uh, administration and tenure bill, all of those um, would be contained in the outcomes as indicated. Honorable Masipa, the um, the issue around the engagements uh, with uh, COCTA, uh, I would like to indicate, uh, as indicated already, that um, the, the, the traditional council is recognized. The, the issue around the chief director in the, in the province, and um, Honorable Mandela has uh, indicated that there is 
a need for the chief director to come in account. Let me just indicate that as we sit and as we uh, have a discussion, the chief director had indicated to me um, that um, he, he would like to, to take leave in terms of work and uh, go on a retirement um, on the issues that I had had. I thought I should just indicate that to the portfolio committee. The, the issues of needs analysis, what we have done on the, on the boreholes issues and other and fencing issues, we, we have gone uh, broader from a supply chain management point of view. Once we are done with the needs analysis and they are, they, they are concluded, it would be easier with the current system that we have uh, provided to come up with boreholes and fencing as we have got a, a newer system uh, from supply chain management to deal with those. And therefore, it would be easy once we have got the, the meeting concluding on the needs analysis. The, I, I think, um, Honorable Chwete, the, the issue of the land rights um, inquiry and land audit, yes, they have taken long, but the, the ending point of this a, a engagement. It's about the validation part, which involves the um, communities to say, we, we agree. Now, we have had engagements with uh, a Chief Namunla Ogamatanzi. Uh, um, that means that the traditional council, the community, and the other stakeholders that are there in Guaju have got to agree to this land rights inquiry before it can be finalized. And that can only be finalized where there is a meeting, where there are convergences and indications from the communities, um, uh, from the traditional council and from the local stakeholders on what needs to be done. And that would also include the areas that have been highlighted by the chair on the 77 farms and the one village uh, that we have uh, of Amachachu. That's very important. Now, the issues that um, were done uh, from a provincial point uh, of view, department of view on the hard water and other areas, the department is currently addressing those issues. And um, um, I, I, I've had an indication that as they, they work on the, the draft uh, resource allocation plan, that's the issues that they will deal with. I think I've gone through all the issues that were raised, uh, Honorable Chair, uh, by the Honorable Members uh, on, on, on the issues on which. Thank you. And my apologies for uh, the system letting me down in the midst of my responses, Chairperson. No need to worry about the technology challenges. We don't uh, have... Uh real control over these networks, they come and go, DG. Honorable members, uh, those are the responses uh, from uh, the department. As you've heard, uh, Honorable uh, Deputy Minister Kapa, as well as uh, the Director General, Ndate Ramasodi. Any follow-up questions? Honorable Kapa. Chair, I am good. I just want to raise a concern that uh, I have also noticed that uh, the, on the plans, including those with Chris uh, Honey on the water, bulk services and everything, don't have time frames. 
it will be prudent, Chair, that as and when the department engage with other departments, they should have plans that are time bound so that we are able to do proper oversight. Thanks, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Tape. Uh, Honorable uh, Mamumbabama. Thank you, Chair. <coughs> I would just like to um, clarify one thing. Farms were created over black owned land all over South Africa, but none of it is given back to the traditional authorities. These farms in Guadu are not communal land. I don't know of anywhere in South Africa where chiefs are presiding over farmland. So I think let us not get confused over this issue. The land in Guadu is farmland. No chief presides over farmland all over South Africa. Why should Guadu be different? Why should we give the land back to the churches when all over South Africa, gagate, gagate, it was black owned land that was converted into farms? Thank you, Chair. Thank you, uh, Honorable Mbabama. Perhaps I should take you on a trip around South Africa and show you traditional leaders that preside over farming lands. I can give you a classic example of Nkosim Kulisi in Sandanese, and I'd be happy to take you for a tour there and see the wonderful work that uh, the Tembus of uh, Donnybrook are doing with the farming community there. Uh, Honorable, um, Honorable Twitter. Thank you, Chair. <laughs> I'm covered by Honorable Sharpe. Um, only, Chair, I would like to raise um, a concern about the issues that have been identified. As much as Guadaluland has been identified as an economic active, uh, activities, certain activities there, I just hope, Chair, the department will have um, clear timeframes or in this, uh, on the issue of uh, this progress report that they have tabled. And that's the only thing, Chair, thanks. Thank you, Honorable Twitter. The Honorable uh, Matthias. Tate Matthias. The Honorable uh, Memasho. Thank you, Chair. I just wanted to also to add a little bit that um, we, we, we have an experience uh, from our side here in, in, in Limpopo, uh, Blobek uh, municipality where Chief Malboho is owning some of the lands that are the farms that uh, we, uh, we ourselves as the communities with the chief, uh, in some of those farms we have uh, uh, called investors to come and invest and they created more jobs for our people in this area. And we also get some more food on those lands if we did not have skills. But in those farms that we have skills, our own people, they're dealing with the issue of farming those farms that are following under the chief. So I'm just, I just wanted to clarify that the chiefs can also do better 
Uh, it's just that maybe in other areas, but I think we have an experience of that. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Memasha. Akbare uh, Briet. Thank you, Chairperson. I'm sorry, I just switched devices right as you called my name. <laughs> Chairperson, I think um, I'm quite covered. The one thing that um, the Honorable uh, or that DG, DG Ramasori said that I think we as a committee need to engage on, and I think the department needs to, to do introspection about, is he said we need to discuss the fact why we need SAPs to actually be able to perform our duties. And that is a thing that I think we've seen. We've seen it um, continually throughout our joint oversight, throughout our other oversights, and specifically at Guachu. And we need to ask ourselves that question. Why do they need SAPs? What is it? Is it because of institutional issues? Is it because of leadership? Um, and that was just maybe my comment. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Akbar Briet. The Honorable... Ndate Masipa. Ndate Masipa. Hi, Chair. Chair. Uh, yes. I'm uh, completely covered. Um, I think the issue that has been raised by Honorable Briet, definitely I think we need to follow through uh, with regards to the concern that we need to to have subs deployed in order for the department to do the job. That's uh, totally unacceptable, Chair. Thanks. Thank you, Honorable Dade Masipo. Uh, Dade Kruger, any questions on your side? Thank you, Chair. I'm covered. Thank you. You are covered. DG you have confirmed that uh, Amatachu Traditional uh, Council exists. It is uh, recognized, yet the issue is about the land. Can you clarify what you mean when you say the issue is about the land? Is the land under Amatachu Traditional Council or it is not? It is under state control and therefore administered by the uh, minister. Because if the Amatachu traditional council exists, it has to have its land, which has been clearly defined as the 77 farms with Othe as the village that is within their sphere. So what is the issue we are anticipating or we are grappling with on the land? Can you elaborate on that? Thank you. We'll hand over to the DG and the officials of the department for the last responses. and the lands rise in fire, which would need to be concluded in the midst of all the stakeholders that are there. 
inclusive of where we are. This is state land. Um, it was advertised that the 25,000 hectares that were there were advertised and were withdrawn, noting the uh, complexities that we are having in Guaju. And we would hope that with the involvement of the communities, with the involvement of the traditional council and the other stakeholders, we will be able to conclude on the land rights inquiry. We would be able to deal with the issues um, on the, uh, 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 the issues around land and tenure uh, uh, security in and around the land in Guaju. And I wouldn't want to preclude that because this is the question that the portfolio committee had asked. Please mute your microphone. Thank you. You may proceed, uh, DJ, and our apologies for that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. And, and, and this is what the Portfolio Committee had implored the department to do, to be very um, expansive in terms of looking at the issue of Guaju and not be simplistic in terms of addressing it. And I think that this engagement between the community, the traditional council, um, ourselves at the department and other stakeholders would be able to resolve on the matter that is currently at hand, Chairperson, without giving you an answer to say that this is what we are going to do. I will allow the processes to unfold um, as instructed um, and guided, in fact, by the uh, Portfolio Committee. The, there were questions around the, the, the dates um, that we have got to put. Definitely those will have the dates. Um, the Portfolio Committee would re uh, recall that when we initially had the departmental one only, there were dates that we had put up, but and the advice that we got even from a broader team was that let's deal with the issues um, uh, in total and we'll be able to then provide the dates that are there. With the complexities that we are having here, uh, let me just give a commitment that I will also uh, try to attend to, personally attend to the issues in Guaju uh, so that we draw out a plan that we can present to the uh, The people that we serve, it's very important to me. It's an issue that um, really has got to be dealt with from ourselves as the leadership of the department, that um, we can work freely and engage with the stakeholders that we have got to serve without uh, any accompaniment that we, we, we are currently doing, because it, it, it does not bode well for where we as a department and therefore as service providers and change agents in our, our communities. I would like to indicate, Chair, that we, we welcome the, the inputs that have been made. I will, um, in conclusion, also be discussing with uh, Honorable Deputy Minister um, on the issues around the quick wins um, on the boreholes and also the camps and also the um, handling facilities that we have got to do in, in Baju. I would also be engaging and reporting back to Parliament on the uh, engagements of the first September and uh, the first week of September, and also dealing with the issue around the progress report on the land and how the land will be dealt with. Thank you very much, Honourable Chair and Honourable Member. Thank you, uh, Honourable. Uh, that uh, 
Thank you, Dade Ramasodi, the DG of uh, the Department of Agricultural and Reform and Rural Development, as well as uh, uh, the Deputy Minister Mamukapa, uh, in absentia uh, for the responses you have afforded to the Portfolio Committee. Honorable uh, members, uh, let us uh, take this opportunity to thank, to thank the Department of Agricultural and Reform and Rural Development for having uh, participated in today's uh, session and also uh, mapping a way forward as to how we are dealing uh, with the recommendations that were made by the Portfolio Committee on uh, the gradual oversight. We will be uh, following the process and uh, looking into uh, the issues so that we can be able to bring a speedy uh, resolution to the issues uh, of uh, people of uh, Kwachu. Let us also uh, thank uh, our guests uh, uh, that have been part uh, of uh, our uh, portfolio committee meeting and uh, thank our distinguished uh, members of the media who, who had uh, participated. Uh, let me thank you all, honorable members, for having attended the uh, session and for your engagement in the robustness that you continuously show in posing questions to the department and holding it accountable for uh, uh, the work that they do. Uh, I want to wish you well in the rest of the day's proceedings as we have plenary this afternoon, and also wish you a great week ahead. Send uh, our love and greetings to your loved ones and stay well. We thank the staff of uh, the portfolio committee for having enabled us to have a, a successful uh, meeting through these gadgets and uh, on a virtual uh, and uh, their endless support they always give to the committee so we thank you all the meeting stands adjourned have a wonderful day by a donkey long live long live thank you Come on. I couldn't network to play quiz village. I Recording stopped.